Welcome to Sports C. Let's talk sports. Today on our chat show, we have somebody who has a right mixture of rhythm and sport. Today we have with us Meghna Renty, India's professional rhythmic gymnast. She has made India proud at so many places. She has competed at the World Cup. She has competed at the World Championship, Commonwealth Games in 2018. She has played numerous competitions at the international level. Played in U.S., Wales, England, Italy, Croatia, Spain, Slovakia, Estonia, Norway, Russia. Wow, the list is on. Today we are going to have this fun chat with Meghna Reddy, India's most recognized rhythmic gymnast, Gold Coast 2018 Commonwealth athlete, working towards the Asian Game goal. Please welcome Meghna Reddy. Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking, and thank you for sharing. Please do subscribe on our channel Sportsy Says and help us spread the word when we talk about Let's Talk Sports. Please subscribe to this channel. Thank you. Hi, Megna. Welcome to Sportsy. Let's Talk Sports. Uh, it's, Hi. It's it's amazing to have you here. Uh, believe me, we've been uh, I've been talking to a lot of other athletes on who play on the field. and today i get to talk to somebody who is really rhythmically playing on the on the mat uh, it's uh, yes the sports is all about grace sports is all about the poise and everything but the rhythmic gymnast is something that takes to different level and uh, it's it's so much fun to see when you see a good athlete like roger federer playing those shots or serena williams doing that or aditi chauhan or virat kohli mahi everybody but that ha- they have a moment but for you the whole time on the mat is end to end graceful end to end rhythmic and something that we love to watch uh, and we love to see that so we just want to hear from you what attracted you to gymnastic and that to rhythmic gymnastic so it was it wasn't exactly my first choice rhythmic gymnastic because like everybody else i did not really know that there was a sport like this that existed but uh, my brother used to go for gymnastic lessons uh, here in hyderabad at the lb stadium and i used to accompany him but uh, one day like you know i just saw from the window like of the stadium and kids were jumping on the trampoline and being a young like you know, i was 11 and a half 12 years at that age at that time and like i was i was like a very energetic kid so you know obviously some seeing someone jump on the trampoline that really like you know attracted me and the very next day i was in class but uh, like i said uh, i was a little too old i was considered to be old when i joined Uh, so the coach suggested me to go into rhythmic gymnastics um mainly because like of my age and the second reason was i am a, a classical dancer so i trained in kuchipudi for 5 years before i got into gymnastics so he thought that you know that having the grace of the dancer would help me in this sport so that's how i actually got into the sport that's how i was introduced right. to it i think the coach uh, coach got it well when yeah. you said 11 and a half 12 i was surprised that okay usually the the gymnast people starts at age of 5 6 or exactly. that to also consider exactly. old in, in 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 what people do in india that doesn't exactly. consider old exactly uh, yeah but uh, i think i think the whole uh, the kuchipudi dancing and the being professional dancer trained dancer i will say professional mm-hmm. but a trained dancer i think that that's yeah. something got to and something exactly. has to happen it has to happen it's, yeah 
So it's good you went with your brother to to see people kids jumping on the gymnast. Otherwise, we would have yeah. the India would have missed on yeah. uh, India would have missed missed on the uh, the uh, rhythmic gymnast. So uh, why why you did that? You started because you saw went and saw your brother. But I'm sure there's always a motivation factor behind it. Mm-hmm. So who has been your motivation, or what has been your motivation? So uh, in 2010, I got the chance to see the Delhi Commonwealth Games live. and uh, my parents my dad he he is a he is he's quite a big uh, sports enthusiast so he he took us to delhi to you know see the game which event is happening in our country and mm-hmm. uh, that's when i saw rhythmic gymnastics live for the first time like i was in the stadium and you know just being in that stadium that whole environment that you have the the whole feel that you get when you are right there you know watching uh, watching the athletes represent their country and like you can see it in their face you can see it in their eyes yeah. of how proud they were to be there at that stage and like you know that kind of inspired me and that uh, motivated me to take up this sport professionally to be able to be one of those people uh, you know standing there at an international podium representing something bigger than yourself you know you're there representing an entire country of like billions so that's that's something i guess that really attracted me into taking this uh, sport professionally excellent i think after after your dad after your brother and your coach i must thank your dad to take you there and uh, yeah <laughs> make make you yeah. see the whole uh, whole set of it it's it's amazing exactly. it's it, it, when we when we see people with the india jersey that the when which you are wearing it's uh, when you see yeah. that there is a different level of pride there is different level of respect and uh, uh, yeah I, it's 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 a different it's a different feeling altogether and as you said you started pretty pretty late but yeah. i think that was that was a right time for you to mm-hmm. uh, to get that motivation and inspiration exactly. so now again i'm i'm coming back to the same point that you started a little late uh, so mm-hmm. when kids start at the early age they are not uh, the 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 scared they are not scared of falling down or the different kind of mm-hmm. trick that they are doing but the mm-hmm. moment the the more you start getting older you start getting that fear uh, mm-hmm. of that so how did you actually overcome that thing uh, which I, started pretty late i i don't think i have ever had anything of uh, anything as such so you know having fear because you know i always enjoyed my training so in rhythmic gymnastics we don't do all those tumblings as an artistic but we do a lot of flexibility so like when i started i was not a very flexible kid <laughs> like i i had no natural flexibility whatsoever so i had to get my stretching done with my coach like every single day and i remember i think for like 3 to 4 years like every single day i used to like cry when it used to come to stretching cuz like you know it was painful yes. but but you know i was never i never said no i never backed down from you know stretching because i knew that at the end of the class every day we have the stretching but like i never said that i didn't want to do it i used to i used to go to my coach like you know when i i knew that you know okay the class is ending and then now it's time for stretching tears used to start coming automatically like, you know i used to start crying immediately so you know i used to like walk up to my coach also crying but like i never said no so i don't think i ever had that fear of anything fear that you know i might hurt myself or like you know it's painful mm-hmm. i always like i enjoyed every single aspect of it yeah and uh, i think that that's pretty wonderful and i i, I can imagine a, a 12 year old girl going to the coach tears down the rolling down the cheeks and I no i don't i don't want to do stretching but yeah it's uh, it's, but I'm still it's there. and and 
thank you for the grit thank you and this is this is what uh, teaches people to uh, the kids to not to give up it's like it's yeah. very easy to give up with the yeah. uh, uh, with lot of comfort around you it's very easy mm -hmm. to give up but uh, but exactly. what makes an athlete uh, is determination the grit and what you want to yeah. make it happen and i think you are yeah. really showcasing that uh, it's it's amazing so again as you said the rhythmic gymnastics is a little different than uh, than the regular one but still mm -hmm. there are uh the stretches that you are doing the the, mm -hmm. the rhythmic the dance on the mat which is happening with exactly. so many things around the prompts around and everything right so what brings you up when you fall down literally i mean to say so what actually <laughs> first firstly it's, it's got to be me cuz like i'm the one who's falling down so i'm the one who's got to like pull myself up but i think like you know i've had times where you know i'm doing i'm like stuck on one element and i'm like doing it over and over and over again it doesn't come and like you know sometimes it gets so frustrating so what i do is like you know i take a step back i like you know move on from that i go on to the next element i like you know get my mind off of the thing that i'm like really stuck on and then i come back to it after a while you know come back to it with like a fresh mind and like fresh everything but you know i don't i don't have that thought stuck in my head that you know oh it's not coming it's not happening and like so yeah basically like you know you just take a step back cool yourself off calm yourself down get yourself out of that environment and then come back to it you know return back to it after a while and it it works you know because when you look at it from a different uh, like a fresh point of view it it always uh, seems to be better nice and uh, believe me my next question is very much towards what you come across as you are a smiling bubbly personality yeah. and uh, yeah. that i think that actually is very much required in your sport so mm -hmm. how yeah. do you keep that smile on uh, during your routine because yes at one side your mind is completely focused on your routine but at mm -hmm. the same time you have to have that poise you have to have mm -hmm. that charm exactly. and keep that smile on so how do you actually do that i think uh, the easiest way to say is like first of all it's practice you know like i've been doing so many years of practice that like and also i am a, i'm a person who is like always smiling no matter how sad or upset i am i'm like always smiling so like like even even people around like the gym when they see me uh, they tell they tell my mom like they tell me that you know this girl is like smiling when she's coming into class she's smiling when she's going no matter like you know what time of the day it is so like that that's always been me but like during during my competitions during my routines also whenever like you know obviously i've had mistakes i've had falls during the competition but i think one thing uh, is that you know i try not to let it show on my face like you know sometimes because sometimes it might be a very minor mistake like you know something that the judges might not even have caught you know so but if you make that expression on your face they will know that you did something wrong so like you know it's always best to like you know just keep your calm keep your cool and just keep doing what you're doing being like you know yeah this is what i was supposed to do like you know i might stumble a little but i'll be like no this stumbling is part of my routine so yeah that that's basically how i maintain my so, uh self during competition that 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 that's called a swag as well so yeah it is good exactly. to have it i think it's good <laughs> it's good to have it it's, it's yeah. it it takes you a long way so uh, uh as we spoke earlier you have represented at so many club level competition across the world i think mm -hmm. if i list if i start reading the country list i think i might finish my fingers and probably take a lot of time for doing it uh, but yeah. but why does that uh, is it something that we do not have enough opportunities in india uh, uh, for for a sport like this or 
and you have to rely on the international audit it also because that the competition level is so high that actually it it makes makes you to be ready for or it keeps you ready for the the competition which you are going to represent for yeah. at at for your country mm -hmm. so is it yeah. is it that way so yeah see this game is all about uh, you know basically the repetition the more number of competitions we play the more you know calm we get and not only with this sport like you know with any sport uh, because being in a competition uh, environment is completely different than training so the more you're exposed to competitions the better it is so in india we don't have like you know club uh, club tournaments or like you know private tournaments happening uh they are mostly like you know the school nationals the federation nationals the national games and recently now they started the khelo india and the khelo universities so these are the only competitions that happen and they happen like once a year which is honestly if you want to be at an elite level at a world class athlete you these competitions won't be enough you know we need a lot more competitions and india doesn't have any private tournaments so like the first the first private cup that was ever conducted was last year in 2019 that was actually conducted here in hyderabad under a foundation called the gunnapalli foundation so i mean mm -hmm. it was something that uh, my parents have started to like you know okay. support the sports and everything so like that was the first ever international tournament that was conducted in india a private tournament okay. mm -hmm. so you know like that like that we are trying to start up here in uh, india but as of now we don't have those many competitions so usually i try to go out as much as possible and like i train outside most of the time so especially when i'm in like countries like yes, italy I, or you are training in italy right you are training in italy uh, no not not right now i was training for the past one and a half years but i'm back okay. in hyderabad uh, but like you know when i'm training in europe it's like you know the countries are so close by you can like literally drive to a yeah. different city like every it's like two hours and then you are in a different country or in a different yeah. city and and europe has so many competitions that you know i go for a tournament every weekend so like you know once i get used to um, competing at so many tournaments like every weekend one tournament is like and then by the end of the year when yeah. you're ready for the world championship the Correct. world cup you don't feel the same amount of pressure that you would okay. if you go directly so that is the main reason why we uh, prefer to play so many yeah and as you said right how much ever you train i think the game the match day experience is different always exactly. is different exactly and uh, yeah. you need to get that into the system you need to look mm -hmm. at get into that visualization and everything i exactly. think so uh, but why you are doing this this mm -hmm. this is a commercially strenuous thing uh, this takes yeah. a lot of toll and uh, yes, as we know exactly. you've been support uh, and uh, you've been supported uh, by coastport which is mm -hmm. uh, yeah uh, dipti dipti the dear friend and uh, yeah. she was in fact on 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 the on the show some uh, couple oh, of okay times. okay uh, so what is the role that coastport has played in your journey mm -hmm. so i started with coastport in 2018 uh, and like you know up until then it was just me by myself fighting like you know me and my parents because i never had one stable coach also so i never really had that environment uh, that an athlete should have you know i was always training by myself i was always you know it was like i was alone but ever since i started with go sports it's like i have this um, not just an environment but like you know they're like a family they yeah. they help me with like you know anything that i need they help me uh get in touch with the best nutritionist psychologist physiotherapist and like you know they have been helping me work on the more scientific aspects of the sport mm -hmm. i mean physical and like game part of the sport 
have been taking care of like you know with the trainings and everything okay. i have been taking care of for the past you know 10 years but mm-hmm. then the the uh, scientific aspect of it like you know with the right kind of nutrition the right physio exercises and working with a psychologist and all of these were something that i never had before mm-hmm. and i think more than this also it it gave me a confidence that um, i have a support system now Yes. You know, there was someone I could turn to if I needed help or if I needed to ask them anything. There were like you know people who I could turn to, and they were even like my manager in Gosport. He he was more of like a friend to me than a manager. So having that support system was something um, something very much needed, and it's right. something that every athlete needs to be honest. Right. You know, because sports is not just about the training; it's about the entire it's environment. The yeah, the entire ecosystem that the athlete is in. So. starting with go once i started with go sports that's what um that's what that's what i found and you know that's what actually helped me to even get better at this game yeah and uh, uh, believe me like i have seen the journey of go sport over last 10 years and uh, mm-hmm. from couple of athlete five athletes uh, it is yeah. 140 135 40 athlete it's a, it's, yeah. it's a phenomenal journey that they have had and exactly. they've been doing a great they've been doing a, doing a great job and uh, exactly uh, so it is and it's it's good it's it's a validation for an athlete or the parents of mm-hmm. an athlete as well that okay I, my yeah. kid is supported by somebody who is known for this activity exactly. uh, that i think probably also a, a, also a, a confidence booster for you that okay i made exactly. a validation tick one tick mark yeah. done one more tick mark done <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, okay so coming back to coming back to your game uh, coming back to mm-hmm. your sport this is rhythmic uh, and there are a lot of routines that you actually go through mm-hmm. so is there any favorite routine that you don't miss out on or is there something that uh, uh, that really it, gets you up cheer you up all the time it usually depends like you know it changes every year cuz uh, we change our routines and our music and choreography every year so it really depends on how i feel about the choreography that year so like uh, this year uh, last year it was my ribbon that was my favorite mm-hmm. uh the previous year it was also in 2018 it was my ribbon and hoop okay. and uh, this year it's actually uh, ball and ribbon oh nice so like, okay so it it usually depends on like the music that i pick and the choreography that is there around it so it keeps changing from year to year so so how, how much are you a part of selecting the music and selecting the choreography or it is quite a bit quite a bit uh the music and everything uh i usually select and then like i select a few of them like you know uh, five six of them and then i i uh, show them to my coach and then uh, depending on like you know like both of us sit together discuss it and then we decide the um, music and the choreography is usually done by the coach and then yeah. after after the main this thing is done then we kind of like you know sit and we see which one works and then which one we kind of like move it around so it is right. it is kind of like a I wouldn't say trial and error exactly, but like kind mm-hmm. of a kind of like a puzzle, you know, moving the pieces right. around, seeing which one fits for me, which one doesn't. Right. So, uh, just to ask you a question, have you tried a fusion, like uh, doing it on the Kuchipudi music? Yeah. So actually, most of my music that I use are Indian. Like, like even um, like uh, in 2018, I actually did my ribbon uh, routine to Aaja Nachle. Oh okay. So nice. it had like a little bit of a classical touch and all of that. And my hoop music was for Batmeesh Bill. So like I used words. It was the song yeah. that I was using. <laughs> so like you know. So uh, I always use Indian music. Like you know, if I have four routines, at least two of them are Indian music with like a little bit of an Indian bass. 
But don't uh, you don't get distracted by the words? Uh, in the, no, in, no, it's 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 allowed. Like in our rules, it's, we, allowed. it's allowed. Yeah, so we, oh, okay. we are allowed two music with words, like with so, lyrics. Excellent. And as you said, right, you are all trying out multiple aspects and trying to fit mm-hmm. the puzzle. What it does. that means there's a lot of training happening. So why exactly. one one side of it is is a physical training? How much of you? Uh, how much you actually train mentally? Like, is there any routine for you about mental? That as you said, Go Sport gives us the mm-hmm. mental yeah. coach and physical coach and everything. So, mm-hmm. how much of your training is mental and how much of it is physical? So, I think the mental training usually. Uh, I I don't do specific mental training as such. I just have a few uh, like before the competition, before I go, uh, just before I go onto the carpet. I have this small ritual kind of a thing where uh, just before six athletes, uh, mm-hmm. I like you know. just face the wall i close my eyes i concentrate on my breathing and i visualize my routine you know as perfect as i can do it i visualize it and then and then and then i have a little bit of a small set that i do like you know just just hit myself on my hands and my legs to you know feel more stronger yes. and then like you know with the apparatus to feel my apparatus so i do those kind of things i don't do anything as such like you know every single day that i do or something like that but like you know when i feel like i really need it that's when i uh, focus on it most of the time it is like you know uh, it it doesn't like stress me out as much very rarely that like i get stressed out even during competition and believe me if I, i now knowing you and talking to you for last 20 25 minutes i i know that you don't stress it out so it's it's, it's the personality <laughs> i think it's a Yeah, it's 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 a trait of a champion. Believe me, it's a trait of a champion. So, which is uh, which yeah. is amazing. As as you said, you know, you were trained to a, a Kuchipudi dance, and then you picked up rhythmic mm-hmm. gymnastics, and you've been doing it. Uh, so, the rhythm is always there. The music is always there. But if mm-hmm. if and when you are not training, what keeps Megha busy, or what is that she just enjoys? So, I think the, this is actually the first time in the last ten years that I have been trained. <laughs> you know this whole lockdown because it's been it's been crazy this is this is like the first time yeah. in the last 10 years that you know my entire family is in one place like me my mom dad and my brother for so long <laughs> so like you know i mean beginning of the lockdown it was kind i'm i'm not going to lie it was like you know i was kind of lost it was like you know the yeah. first one week or so i think it hit everyone out of the blue okay. it was like you know we don't know what was going on and i was just i was i was lazing around all day i was like okay maybe it'll get back to normal soon enough so yeah, yeah i i used to just lazy around i used to like binge watch a lot of movies and tv shows and everything <laughs> and then but like i don't know after a week then you know week we can half when we start slowly started to realize that this is not going anywhere anytime soon you know the competition started getting cancelled and everything was like the olympics got cancelled yeah. and i think that's when that's when it really hit me when they postponed the olympics that you know oh shit it's like you know this is going to go on for a while and i think that's when i started like you know uh, working on other things so like i've always had i've always had an interest in the arts you know okay. i i like sketching painting drawing dancing and i don't know i tried a little bit of cooking also cooking and baking <laughs> during the quarantine and yeah so i i got the time to do the things that i've always wanted to try but i never had the time to so yeah i started i started working on like you know i i took up one activity and then i did that for a week and then like you know i took up another activity and then did that for a week and i think by the end of this uh, the six months six months i guess it's been now 
but end of the period yeah but end of the period i've actually gotten better at a few things like my baking's gotten a lot better <laughs> my sketching my sketching have gotten better and i still like you know practice them my dance i have been trying like you know different styles like dance i have always been more into contemporary and ballet because of gymnastics nice but i wanted to get out of my comfort zone you know i wanted to try a little bit of hip hop and a little bit of uh, you know different dance styles so and i have been doing that and it's 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 been kind of fun you know exploring all these different kind of things and then realizing that you know there are other things there are so many other things that i'm like good at that i can and i can still continue you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be that just because Correct. just because i start training again i need to like you know stop all these things it's just a matter of how i manage my time you know yeah and i think it's it also gives you the uh, chance to think about yourself i think there's a lot exactly. of retrospection happen for a lot of people like uh, whatever the interview that i've been reading about uh, all the international mm-hmm. stars i think everybody said that they got a time to think about themselves it was exactly. a, and i think a like, lot of people are yeah. yeah it's like we got a time we got the time to like you know maybe find a different side to ourselves because you know we are always so busy in just training 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 that we don't really give um, a thought to a second i don't know a second idea or something like you know maybe some of us are really good at dancing some of us are really good at singing but like you know we never gave it the chance never tried it because we were always like you know oh we are busy from training we are like you know tired with training yeah. and i i i kind of get that so yeah this is definitely been yeah. an amazing time to like self reflect yeah but uh, as an athlete now i'm asking from the athlete perspective so you are a professional mm-hmm. athlete there are a lot of kids who are training at the age of 13 14 15 and mm-hmm. they don't know what exactly is happening they can't even express uh, yeah. the parents are uh, like keeping them home and the training is not starting mm-hmm. i i look at my own son who is mm-hmm. he is with reliance foundation on on their scholarship mm-hmm. for football and uh, right now he's okay. he's here for us four months yeah. and he's literally eating our head uh, for every <laughs> every day every hour yeah. uh, so so do you actually get even kl rahul mentioned that i was scared that i may not be able to hit the cover drive may, may not able to do something like on cricket field uh, after this so okay. do you ever get that that kind of feeling and if you get that how do you get that negativity out i think that will be required for a lot of kids who are watching it will be required mm-hmm. for them to understand how do you get that kind of doubt in you or negativity out so i mean see the first uh, during the entire lockdown because so we work with operators right So I think this is the first time in ever that I went so long without touching my apparatus. I did not even touch them for like three months, and three months without touching like the core aspect of gymnastics is like a huge thing. Yes. So like I I came I started accepting the fact that you know it's not going to happen because I mean I do a little bit and I have actually broken <laughs> a little stuff at home you know practicing with my apparatus, but like I came back to the fact that you know. it is not going to come back to normal at any time soon and the best thing i can do on do is like you know work on the smaller aspect the finer aspect you know mm-hmm. because i've never uh, exclusively worked on my strength and i did that during this quarantine and like i think this is the strongest like physically this is the strongest i have been wow. in my entire career you know because for us we were always focused on routine mm-hmm. we were always focused on the flexibility but we never focused on the strength part of it so yes. i really focus on the strength part on building my endurance and building my strength because i knew that i worked for 10 years and with the apparatus you know i worked for 10 mm-hmm. years and 10 years is not a small time just because you worked for 10 years and then you 
don't do it for three months. It's not like you're going to lose that. It's 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 muscle memory. It's going to be there. It's basically like Correct. swimming or cycling. You wake me up in the middle of the night also, and you ask me to do something. I will do it because that's how my body will move automatically. Correct. And and that should be for like any athlete, you know. Even the kids, they have been doing it for so long that they have that muscle memory. So they don't have to. It might take them maybe say a week or two. I mean, it took me. It took me, I think, like about a month or so to get back to the peak that I was. Mm-hmm. But I did eventually, right? I I started moving up slowly. I started getting back to it slowly, like with my apparatus once I started. But I got there. I was back, like on my peak, and like I'm able to even extend it even further because I was I worked on the other aspects also. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's 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 best to go back to the basics. Like even if it is like the smallest thing, it's always good to go back to the basics because once you start that high level again, you will like you will just like hit it really quickly. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's something I guess they shouldn't be worried about. You know, the younger athletes because they have been training and they need to just have that confidence on themselves and on their training. You know, mm-hmm. that's when that's when they can, you know, do something in the sport. amazing so with with all this thing i just want to know what has been your best moment yet and what is that uh, megna is dreaming about uh i've been during the lockdown or like no no I, I, about her career, career. what <laughs> during the lockdown i we know that you've been dreaming, dreaming about baking and uh, painting and uh, <laughs> yeah but no your best been, moment I've yet been, as a, as your, uh, your best moment yet I've as been. a professional career uh and uh, what is your yeah. dream uh so my best moment was at uh, the 2018 commonwealth games it was like you know i uh, it was the first apparatus and they were kind of making this grand entrance for all the athletes so you know there was like air cannons mm-hmm. and there was like the whole cheering and it was the first apparatus so like you know it was a huge arena and uh, you walk from like the like kind of backstage onto the carpet and once you get onto the carpet i got onto my start position and before the my music started playing i have a beep in the beginning of the uh, music to indicate the start mm-hmm. so before that beep uh, from the point when i took my starting position to the point when that beep started it was just like one one and a half seconds that was there but you know during that time the entire stadium you know quiet down because until then you know when i was walking like you know, everybody was cheering and everything the second i took my start pose everybody was quiet it was literally pin drop silence Wow. and then my music started and i did like two elements so my second element is a large one so i do a really high throw and then i catch it and the second i caught it the entire audience is like erupted in cheering and everything so like you wow. know those few seconds from when i took the start pose that complete silence of me um my music starting and then me doing the first two elements and then the crowd uh, starting to cheer i think that's that's the most memorable moment for me like ever and that's something oh. that's going to be with me for the rest of my life uh, yeah and was that the ajan asle or battamiz dil it was battamiz dil <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. nice nice so and what 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 is your what is your dream what is that uh, keeps you going i think it's just that uh, you know i want to like stand there on the podium one day and like you know i want i just want to be there so that you know i can inspire another small kid who is you know maybe sitting at home watching tv and being like you know that i want to do that i want to like be there i want to uh, be like her so that is what re- really keeps me motivated and that's what um, makes me do what i do 
Yes, and, and believe me that when you get to hear the national anthem on the podium, it's, it's a different oh, feeling. Yeah. That, it's, that's it's a, a whole a, different feeling. That's something that it can, that nothing can match. Yes, exactly. So, uh, so while we are on that topic and inspiring the next, next Meghna or somebody who can be uh, at par, better and everything inspiring. Mm-hmm. So how do you think the education has played a role in your, what you are and how the, the clarity of thought that you have, how do you think the education has played a role in that? So honestly, for me, the second I decided that rhythmic gymnastics is something I'll be doing professionally, like sports, I think education just took a backseat. <laughs> so like, it <if> always <laughs> if, if there was like, you know, my competition and an exam, I should always go for the competition. Right. So actually, because of that, I took quite a longer time to finish my um, school, high school and everything. So I finished my 12th just last year and I started okay. my degree now even though I'm like going to turn 22 so I mean not last year this year I finished yeah. no last year I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so I just finished my 12th grade last year like my inter second year last year and this okay. year I start I joined in a, a, a college for my uh, degree and everything so I think education just took a back seat and but but, but honestly, you feel it is important. But it is important. Yeah, because yeah, you're doing your graduation. You, you enrolled to exactly. graduation. That shows that it is it's important. Exactly. Though. It is important. I'm not saying that you, know, you should give up on it completely. But I'm saying that, you know, uh, I didn't have to, like, you know, spend so much time on education. Because I did not study, like, you know, hours together. But I still got a decent 75% in my 10th and, like, I think around 60 in my 12th. Which is pretty good enough. Considering I'm not going for, like, you know, I'm not planning yes. on stopping my exams. But, you know, you need to have an education. I'm not saying you need to, like, completely drop off. Because I didn't. I still continue. Even though it took me a little longer than normal, I made sure that I completed all my education. And I'm still continuing, you know. I still want to do my degree. I want to finish my degree. I want to do my post-graduation and all of that. So, education, it took a backseat. But it didn't, like, go out of the window. And, and, yeah, and I think that that is pretty fair. Because you are uh, professionally doing something else. But not giving it up, right? Is 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 what important and uh, like uh, as we know, right? PV exactly. Sindhu, her, PV Sindhu is an MBA. If she can do her MBA, uh, I think yeah, uh, exactly. the, the people shouldn't be giving exactly. that education is not possible. So yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think you see any high level athlete. I don't think any of them have like let go of their education. Everybody has mm-hmm. done their education. At least you know the basic uh, level education and, is finished by any high level athlete. Yeah, and in fact, uh, a lot of athletes like now who are uh, almost in the in the fag end of their career, they have said that education actually mm-hmm. made them a better athlete because uh, mm-hmm. your 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 concentration in in mm-hmm. game was helping you in education. So you didn't have to study much, exactly. but at the same exactly. at the same That's time, you, being educated made you made them well informed about taking some decisions. Mm-hmm. So it was exactly, a. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a balance. You cannot yeah. say that, you know, I can, I'm only going to do one thing without the other. Yeah. So, yeah. We know that edu- uh, injury is being a part and parcel of any sport that you play. Uh, mm-hmm. But in gymnastics, we have seen a lot of like, even Deepa uh, is suffering through yeah. injury and for a long time now. Mm-hmm. So, how do you think that you tackle that, those aspects? Uh, if you're not got it very well, touch wood, you, never, you should never get it. But if that happens, yeah. how do you yeah. tackle that? And what kind of uh, uh, message that you want to give to the kids who probably take, feel the injury is a setback to them? See, with anything, you know, it doesn't matter if it is injury or whatever it is. 
it is bound to happen that you know you have setbacks in the sports you know it's not going to go in one straight line obviously i mean not only sport but like even life it's not going to go in one straight line obviously you're going to have like it's ups and downs so i think the only thing is like you know especially with injury like i have as far as i have seen like you know i haven't had it personally but you know as far as i have seen i think like with injury and everything the most important part is to like stay strong and to believe in what you can do you know just because just because somebody says that you know okay you got this injury you cannot come back to the sport that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try it i mean i'm not saying just go at it and in a very uh, unorganized uh, way but like you know work uh, work through it step by step you know you don't have to hit the gym the very next day after your surgery yeah. you need to like you know focus on the rehab you need to focus on the physio but like you know if you approach it in a very scientific way in a very organized way i am sure that you know if you really have a passion you will you can get back to it quite easily yeah excellent i think uh, megna uh, it wouldn't have been more inspiring and informative at the same time full of joy and uh, happiness on the screen uh, with, uh, if it was not you today uh, i think uh, uh, it was fun uh, and believe me that i think there is lot that we want to see lot more countries that you have to still have to go and do a tick mark and lot yeah. <laughs> more time you have to yeah. wear the india jersey and uh, represent yeah. india with all best wishes to you and uh, do all Thank the best and keep shining keep smiling and keep the poise on keep the swag on 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 the on the carpet so uh, thank you and wish you all Definitely. the best thank you thank you so much for having me it was wonderful talking to you likewise thank you thank you for watching thank you for liking and thank you for sharing please do subscribe on our channel sportsy says and help us spread the word when we talk about let's talk sports please subscribe to this channel thank you mm-hmm.